I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. I had a customer service experience the other day that absolutely blew my mind, so much so that I am devoting this entire episode to reading the email and breaking it down for you because I guarantee you are not doing this in your business, but after this episode, you're going to want to do it. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. Y'all know that I'm a big fan of customer service because every touchpoint with a customer is a brand experience. It shapes how they think of you and your business. So when I have a great experience, I like to share it with you because this is how we learn. It's how we get better in our own business. And we're not always just looking at what people are doing in the online space. If you know anything about my frameworks that I've built and what I teach related to community strategy, I've been researching offline communities that have been going on way before the internet ever started. So I'm always on the lookout for great community experiences, great customer service experiences. And I found one that you are going to love. So I was trying out a new tool that records Zoom calls, and it allows you to automatically transcribe those, but also like bookmark them and add action items and all of these things so that you don't have to look at the transcription. You can just go back to these certain points, these milestones that you've marked inside of that recording. Now it's still in the early stages. I have a free account. In fact, I think it's all free right now, I think, is they're kind of like beta testing this. And they probably have a pretty small team supporting it based on what I've experienced. The other day, I received an email from them that was unexpected. I'm sure it was some automated wizardry set up. But the point is, someone had to think through this proactively to set up this automation. And here's the thing. This automation was a proactive way to apologize to me for a bad customer service experience. But here's what's important. What they apologized for was something I didn't even notice. Like, I didn't even know what happened. So when I got the email, they must have sent this to the wrong person because I don't even know what they're talking about. But I want to read you this email and I want to break it down for you because I think it's so important for us to look for opportunities like this to create an amazing and memorable customer experience and one that builds trust. So here's the email. The subject line said, apologies for the bad experience. Again, I don't know about a bad experience. So I saw that subject line and I immediately wanted to open it because I'm like, oh no, like what happened? Here's what the email said. I can see from our logs that it took a lot longer for the note taker to join your last call and start recording than it should have. 
in parentheses, it should have been nearly instantaneous. Okay, pause. That's not the end of the email, but like I said, I'm going to break this down for us. They told me what happened. So, hey, we noticed that it took longer for this note taker to join than it should have taken. And then they identified what should have happened. So they identified the gap. Here's what happened. Here's what should have happened. It should have been nearly instantaneous. Now, again, I didn't even notice the difference. That's how small of a gap that was. But they're calling out what it should have been, and they're calling out what it was. Now, here's the next line. Our engineering team has investigated what happened here and has already made changes so you shouldn't have this happen again. What are they saying? They're saying, here's what we have done and what we are going to do to make sure it doesn't happen again. So they're not just admitting their fault. They're not just identifying it, right? They're saying, we're already working on this. You didn't even reach out to us, Shanna, to let us know that this is broken, but we're already fixing it because we noticed. They said our engineering team has investigated what happened, so we looked into it, and they've made changes so that this shouldn't happen again. They didn't promise me it'll never happen again. They didn't make unrealistic promises that they can't keep, but they let me know that they're working on it and that they're doing their best and they think they've got it fixed. You better believe that I trust if they have any tech issues in the future, that their team is going to be on it before I ever realize there's a problem. And they're not done yet. So they've said what happened. They've identified what should have happened. And they told me, here's what we're going to do to make it right, make sure it doesn't happen again. And then finally, here's the third line. Apologies for the crappy experience. Let me know if you have any questions or concerns I hope you give us another try. So good. So simple, but so good. They are admitting their mistake. They are again apologizing because they're just saying like, look, we're not trying to make excuses for this. We're sorry. You know, we're sorry. And then they're offering support. If you have any questions or concerns, this is an open door. If you've ever heard me talk about communication before, you know, I talk about incoming, outgoing and internal communication. That incoming communication line is an open doorway. We open that doorway for our members and customers to communicate with us so that we can hear from them. And they just gave me an open doorway. Let me know if you have any questions or concerns. And then finally, after the apology, after the offer of support and opening that door of communication, they've given me an ask, which is, I hope that you give us another try. They're letting me know that their hope is that I'll come back and I'll try it again. And guess what? I will. I'm going to keep using it. First off, because I never even realized anything happened. I don't think anything skipped a beat on my end of the spectrum, right? Like I didn't experience, I didn't have a crappy experience. But what they've done is they've built massive trust with me. Massive trust. So let me ask you this. Where do you have an opportunity to proactively remedy a poor customer experience? Now, remember, this is something I didn't even notice. Most people wouldn't notice it, but they saw this as an opportunity to lose my trust. And that's how we need to be thinking about this. Every poor customer service experience, every bad touch point that somebody has with your brand is an opportunity for you to lose their trust. 
And if you've ever lost trust in someone or something before, you know it ain't easy to get it back. It was hard enough to get it in the first place. It's even harder to get it back. So paying attention to these potential opportunities to lose trust is so important for us as business owners. So instead of just sitting back and being ready when the email complaint came in, which by the way, as much as you think everybody in the world emails your customer service department with complaints on a daily basis, probably feels like that if you work in that line of work, most people will actually never email you and complain. They won't do it. They're too busy. They're not paying enough attention. You know, they don't like to be the one complaining. There's a thousand reasons they won't, but they won't. And you won't hear about those complaints, which means you won't have an opportunity to make it right. And they took that opportunity to gain even more trust by being proactive about it. Clearly, I am super excited about this communication. I think it is so smart and I cannot wait to start helping my clients implement similar things in their business. Now, y'all, I hope, I hope that you keep your eyes open to experiences like this. And I want you to do two things when it happens. When you have an experience like this and it catches your eye, catches your attention. Now that we've talked about this, this is going to happen more and more. Trust me. I want you to do two things. First, I want you to let them know they're awesome. Let them know they're awesome. You know, I gave them props. I emailed them back and I just said, hey, I work in this member experience space and I just want to let you know, this is an amazing email. Thank you so much for being proactive and reaching out. And they let me know that they shared that with their entire customer service team. Having worked behind the scenes, I know how much that means to a team of people fixing problems all day and dealing with complaints all day. It's a pretty thankless job. So when they have that one customer that emails in and says, thanks, I appreciate this. You're doing awesome. It has a much bigger impact than you know. So let them know they're rocking it. So if you see somebody, maybe even a waitress at a restaurant that's giving you an incredible experience, take a moment, let them know you see them and that you recognize the level of service that they're giving and thank them for it. And then secondly, I want you to be asking yourself, how can I apply this to my business? How can I apply this to my business? So many of the strategies that I leverage for my clients have come from things that I've experienced both in the online world and in the offline world. And then I ask myself that one question, how can I apply this? How can I apply this? Do I have a tech company? No. Do I have the ability to set up some fancy automation like this? Probably not. But I 100% make mistakes in my business. I make mistakes with clients. And some of them are less obvious than others. I would say most of them, my clients don't even recognize because it's my standard. It's my level of expectation that I've set for myself and how my team and I show up for our clients. But my clients, like that's not their level of expectation. And that's sort of what has happened here. And this scenario that I've given you, they have an expectation for how fast that note taker shows up on a call. They didn't set that expectation with me. I don't, I don't know right? But it didn't live up to their expectations. So what happens in your business or in my business when that happens, when we make a mistake and it impacts a client or they recognize it or don't recognize it, what do we do? What do we do? You better believe that I'm thinking about how I can proactively build trust whenever we misstep. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time.
Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access.